Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Listening to Textually Active Podcast, your weekly dose of friendships, relationships, and all the other ships in between. I'm one of your hosts, Meezy. Across from me, I have the lovely Rez. Hello. And of course, we've got E on the boards. Yo. So uh, we're here this week. It's Monday. So you're getting this fresh, this fresh content. Here on this Tuesday, uh, if you listen to this on Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, it's fresh. We hope you listen on Tuesday. Yeah, we fuck with you. If you don't, it's cool. We still we still appreciate your listeners. We still around. We still around, and we're going to be around. Okay. For sure. 82 episodds strong. We 82 in? Yeah. 72? Are we getting to 100? We're going to have to wild No, out. I'm wrong. It's 83. Oh, it's 83. 83 episodes strong. Yeah, we 100, we're going to do something crazy. Yeah. We got we to wild out for We might have guests. We might let you guys come in and talk your shit. Yeah, we So been. then you can tell your friends that you on the podcast. We've been talking behind the scenes about we it. We like it. I, I'm getting open. <laughs> you open it Tw- up? 20, 2020 is about openness. I like that as a mindset, as, as everything. Just as being the open. brand, as a, as a nah, fuck that. I'm as a brand, bro. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, getting rid of the words content brand in 2020. It's another one. It's a couple affirmation. Like no, nigga, these are just. I just want to feel good. I don't need to live by this. I just want to feel good. Some days you can't live by these words. Some day, <laughs> some days you can't. Uh, Eat at home when we out and everybody else out. Nigga, you, you make it awkward. You make it awkward. Like, because then we don't know if your water going to be on whose bill. It's just weird. <laughs> so just go ahead and eat with the rest of us and we figure it out from there. Okay. All right. So content, affirmations. Yeah, it's a bunch. It's, it's all those clickbait words the internet cap. likes to use. Nah, I keep cap. cap. No cap. Cap it's, stand? It's a big cap. A lot of niggas is big cap. Does anybody in here have a cap? Because these niggas is big cap. No, I don't, I don't have a cap. Some of these niggas is big cap. I need that one. So how you feeling today? Chicken was, sandwich might go out the window. Vibes might got to go too. Vibes bingo. Vibrations. What's your vibrations today, Meezy? Vibrations. Uh, it's a bad fucking day. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> a bad fucking day. I'm stressed beyond stressed. I almost quit my job last night. That's how stressed I am. Damn. Yeah. I was just waiting for, for just to try. And just figure it out For a motherfucker to try you Nah just like Some shit that happened That I wasn't with And mm-hmm. I, it didn't even have to be tried It just I didn't like it I was out I had to look at the schedule They're firing fucking employees And they're making everybody else Work overtime So I was like bro What the fuck Yeah So I'm like No this is weird So you gotta pick up the slack Yeah so I'm like Fuck that I guess I'm I'm all right. I'm just making it. I feel like every time Monday roll around, it just be like a weight back on my shoulder. That's because you. I, that, I saw a report about Microsoft doing four day weeks. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. I need I need uh, this traditionalism shit to go out the window. Somebody be progressive. We need four days. We gotta shorten this up a we bit. We gotta shorten this up. Somebody gotta lead the trend. Exactly. I have seen that. Hopefully, it moves forward. Right, because niggas need at least three days. Bro. I'm just exhausted. I think you, you I think. work on Friday. You don't even get whole Friday. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? You get part of Friday, and then you get a whole Saturday, a whole Sunday, and then we right back to it. I don't like it. Two things. I think that weight that you're feeling on Mondays, boo, is that big ass book bag you take to class. <laughs> That's good. I have to. And 
Go ahead. I have to carry my books. Yeah. And yeah. my laptop. So we she, well, she, we almost there. We almost there. We almost yeah, there. Graduation almost there. coming. But, um, so, but now, question for the four day work week. All right. So I used to work four days a week a long time ago. Um, but it used to be on two days, off one day. Nah. Off two days, no. off two days. And I need four tens in a row. Okay. Give me four tens in a row. And then you're three. And you're three. three, yeah. Okay. Four tens in a row. I can do that. Niggas. Uh, a little a little eight. A little eight to what? Eight to uh six. Eight to six ain't yeah, that it's bad. Eight to six, yeah. A little eight to six ain't that bad. You still got time. You still got time. You get home. You but get they, but, home. See, but the thing is, though, you know, they try to, when you do the 10s, they try to give you an hour lunch. Okay. But then you got to, like, that means that you're there an hour later, too. Uh, it's fine. We just got to change some rules yeah, around. I, I need an extra day. Motherfuckers, they be wanting you to sign up for all that bullshit uh, mental health wellness programs and shit at work, but won't give you the damn time off to go do the shit. Exactly. So what the fuck is it worth? Nigga, no, I'm not signing up for that. Fuck you and this company. <laughs> and I meant that. And if whoever heard it and you know where I work and you are a part of that, fuck you too. I think our employers should be responsible for paying for our mental health. They should be because responsible. Because most of the time, they stress me the hell out. Yeah, but they to want the you point to point where I get anxiety mostly on the Sunday night before just thinking die. about it. They want you to die, bro. Just thinking about going to work. You, All the pressure. You've been there enough. You get paid a little bit more. They can find somebody younger, pay them less, or somebody older, pay them less. So because mm-hmm. they retired. Yeah, bullshit ass bum ass niggas. So that brings me <laughs> around yeah. to sorry, sorry. You, nah, I'm just I'm 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 seeing how far I can go. Oh yeah, fuck them. You getting it off today? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I might, this is what this episode is about. This way, what you getting it off, bro? Oh, we're going to get it off? We're getting it off. I'm tired of being places and nervous. Fuck that. Yeah. I want to stay home sometimes. Sometimes I want... Saturday. Been a bri- spent all day. <laughs> Left one time for food. <laughs> Saturday was a good day, guys. If you ever get bored and you need anything to do, fucking Amazon Prime has the worst low-budget movies that will have you like, why am I watching this? But I got to finish. I'm sorry. I don't like to spend my time watching trash. Ooh. <laughs> but... I can see the joy in it, like nitpicking a movie mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So um, this week, I well, actually over the weekend, since I didn't want to stay in the house, I was out a lot. I um, encountered something and I finally was able to put a name behind it because normally when I go out, sometimes the vibes will be right. Sometimes they won't. Um, on this particular time, I left the house and went into a completely new element, something that I never do, something that I've never been a part of. And I just couldn't get my shit together. Like me and E went together to a party and he had to leave to go do something at front. And I was just sitting there by myself and I like felt my chest caving in for a moment. So I did some researches on the internets and I feel like the title for this is social anxiety. Mm. I feel like I may have been having a panic attack in that moment. Mm. So I'm not sure if this is something that's happened to either one of you guys before, but I just wanted to talk about that with you guys and see what it looks like on each individual person. Does, do you guys, have you guys ever had a moment when you're out in public and you just feel completely uncomfortable, short of breath, just constantly looking around, thinking that people are saying things about you. Um, just in a little panic. Oh, I never, it's never been that deep. I've mm-hmm. never had to go that far. 
But, you know, like I told y'all, like, when I go in places, I have to immediately go to the bathroom. Like, just, it ain't even, like, to go use it. It's just for me to fucking, like, at least be, be like, it's okay. Like, just calm down for a little bit. And it's no, it's places I have go to, I frequent. I still do it if I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I, I don't know what it is. I guess it's because it's me by myself. Because it be people in there that I know. But then it's also the other side. It's like, it's people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I've might have. In my past, I was a wild boy. So I don't <laughs> know what I've said about somebody or what I've did about did to somebody or what I've might have. You know, you know how people are clicky. And it's like, oh, well, he said he treat, he did my homegirl like this or whatever. And it's like. You never know. You never know. So I just, you never know. I always feel it. feel this. Like wave Like this cloud Of paranoia When I go places Yeah Yeah E have you ever Felt that before Uh no Okay Um I've I felt like Uh the only thing I've ever had Was like when Something Directly bad Happened Right you know That made me feel Uncomfortable And then It caused me to Kind of feel Like anxious Or like kind of on edge after the fact. Okay, so something. So, but but I never felt like I, you know, of course, like you know, if you, you know, if there's certain stuff that's in your control or something that you did, like if I walked into a meeting late, of course I might have anxiety about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I've never, you know, say walked into an event that you know that wasn't. Yeah, that I wasn't necessarily afraid, you know, afraid for my life. You know what I mean? To kind of go in there. Well, it's not really afraid for your life. It's just that, well, for well, me. Well, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that the place I went to, I, I was at very, I, it is meant for you to feel afraid for your life because oh. some shit might go down in there. Okay. So, so like, you know, so yeah, so I'm talking about like, just like where things are not expected to, to be issues and stuff like that. I've never had. Uh, don't, don't gentrify. You don't like being in the hood. None of us do. It's just some of us are comfortable there. We don't like being there. It's just comfortable. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you do. Never mind. No, 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 no. no. A little bit. So when you're <laughs> when you're in these situations, what kind of thoughts do you have, Meezy? Um, mine be uh uh, it just be weird. Like you know, like trying to get. I have this whole thing about me where I don't think I'm good enough. So it'd be like trying to have conversations with people and uh, making sure, you know, I I I get heard in conversation. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when it's people I don't know, I just won't say that much to. Or it's just like, I it just seems like I'm being awkward. But Yeah, because we I'm were not, out on Friday and it took me a little bit to warm up because I, I was just like. I was so thankful you guys that came because <laughs> I didn't know any of those people. And talking <laughs> and talking to those people was it was weird, but then it was like, you know, maybe we could because the conversations are never about shit I want to talk about. Yeah, so or then, shit that I can or, add to yeah. in the moment, and especially when you're getting to know somebody. I feel like something that's really triggered me is going out to meet people and meet new people, and they always want to say, "Well, what do you do?" Oh, I hate it. Oh no, mine is uh like. Because we're all, like, still young alumni areas, and so you may go to, like, a a school event, like, a school-oriented event, and they'll be like, oh, you, so you went? And it's like, no, nah, I didn't go. 
So I was gonna ask I was gonna ask that how you guys feel about that. I guess because I mean, in terms of society norms, like I guess um it sounds like a such a dick thing I'm about to say. I'm kinda like I guess on the higher end, like I'm on a, the giving end of the anxiety. Tried to piece. flex on this. Yeah. You know, because no, because like if you when people clearly like if someone says like you know you hate that they say what do you do right. or did you go here? It's because it might feel like insecurity. Oh yeah, for of, sure. Of the, you know the fact. So like, like I never, I never really experienced that. Like even when I meet people shit who have a doctor or something like that, I'm like, you yeah, are, you, you are the, a human. Like you, you get are the, people. you get the, uh, the gratification of being able to be like, no, but, you know what I'm saying? For at, until May, me and Rez don't have a no, but. So like somebody be like, oh, you went to Wake, and you're like, no, but I went to Delaware State. Okay. I have a no. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Or uh you like uh so uh you work with E. Nah. Uh I just know E. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a Well well that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing. Right. Like that's your fault. Yeah. Like I've given I've I know I, no until in terms of like in terms of work with E, like I've given you I've I've put you in, in positions where you're like, you know, like, you know, you don't have to say like that. Like, oh, I lie all the time about what I do. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Tell us some of your favorite lies when uh, people ask what you do. I intern at Open Media Lab. Okay. I do that. Uh, I've lied and said I was security. A couple weeks ago, we were security. Yeah, I, I lied. Yeah, I told I, I told him a, a funny story about that that, yeah. I, that I got in trouble for uh for uh because I found my my new calling in security. Right. We, we do security. <laughs> I've said uh. uh <laughs> I've said, uh, nah, you know, my cousin goes here. You know, I'm just visiting for the weekend to see what it is. Like, but who, cares? But who cares? I don't know. It's just it. But that's a coping mechanism to, to rift guard from that. Like, nigga, yeah, that's right. you go into places and you really don't want to be bothered. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it ain't like I don't want nobody to talk to me. It's I don't want to feel awkward. And I don't want to feel out of place. Right. I'm already like anxious about being fucking here, right? Because it's it's even if like the three of us go somewhere, this is our three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is our three. No matter who the other two of y'all know in the room, this is my three. Right. And so it'd be like fucking like, bro. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Like I don't want to give like this weird like this like I'm a fucking weirdo. And it's just because I don't know how to talk to people or meet new people. Okay. I don't really know. Nigga, I went to the same elementary school, the same fucking middle school, the same fucking high school. Like, I never switched school. So everybody that did the same thing I did, we went to school together. Right. So you never really had <laughs> I, I mean, but I, never I, mean, met, I, mean, I spent a year on a campus on a, on a PWI. I only interacted with the white kids. They were all, I mean, the black kids. All of them were from a different state. Fucking, we were only there for, what, eight months? Right. Then I came home. Never seen him again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have friends in fucking real life. Everybody that I know, I meet on fucking line. It's been like that for 10 years. How the fuck you expect me to go in a place and feel comfortable? <laughs> the waitress at uh, me and Jazz went to Outback the other day. The waitress there, I knew her from online. I didn't realize it till later, but I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> I that, was, that was such and such. That was at Breakwood <laughs> 
was like, oh, that was what's the McCauley from? Well, yeah, like I know why I know her, but I didn't know her in a moment. Yeah, I definitely feel like that can take a toll on some of the social anxiety that people experience because you spend a lot of time interacting online. <laughs> And that's easy. You could ha- like if somebody asks me something online, I don't have to respond. You don't have or to. if they say something back to my tweet, I don't I can ignore it. Exactly. Like but even sometimes to be honest, just with that interaction, typing something back to somebody on Twitter, I'm like, "Well, what do I say? Are they going to get this?" Like my sense of humor doesn't come off like LOL, it comes off like real you serious. Because you don't know how motherfuckers will interpret it. Right. I have now gotten to this place because for some odd reason, my tweets are going vi- more viral now <laughs> than ever. Mm-hmm. Wealth. Wealth. <laughs> but um, I have now like started to like want to say the right thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like not just for it to get a reaction, but just so once I put this out there, this is how I felt and this is what I meant. And just just in case, like, it comes back, it's like, no, that's how I felt. That's how I meant. Because I am one of the persons, if I say it, at that time, I meant it. Right. You might get an apology from me about it, but no. If I said it, I meant it. Let's take a step back. So um, on Friday, we briefly talked about how we all were out in a social setting. It was actually for one of our friends, um, she had us out for a group happy hour with her coworkers, just for listeners, so they get the backstory to that. So I just want to talk about meeting new people for the first time, because I feel like sometimes I'm cool with meeting new people, but other times it's just like I get anxious about that too. Just leading up to the event, like when I was about to meet Eric's parents for the first time, or when even when I was about to meet Jazz's parents for the first time, I just had like a little bit of anxiety about it because I'm just overthinking it. And specifically for the work meeting on Friday, I didn't really feel anything leading up to it. But once I got in front of that group of people, I felt like all the attention was on me. Like, hey, what do you do? What's your name? And even saying my name to new people is annoying too because nobody ever gets it. I don't know what the hell they be thinking I'm saying, but I'll just be like, you know what? It's Rez. Like, what's up? You should just go with that. (laughs) Yeah, I should. You should go with that. Listen, man, just, yeah, just wait. Um, yeah, like my friends call me Rez. That's it. But do you guys experience I think that? I a regular name. Never right. Says Eric. <laughs> do you guys I'm experience EA, that baby. when you go out and you meet new people? I don't go out and meet new people. <laughs> you try to stay away from I it. I try to my best to go out and not meet new people. And even when I do, it's like, how do you? Like, I don't understand the point of it. I never understand the point of it. Because you go out and you meet new people, right? But when is the next time you're going to see them? One, two, say you go out and you meet new people. Then you guys exchange, like, information. Like, then now you become that weird motherfucker that's, like, gassing them online, and you just met them, like, the one time. (laughs) So now it's like you're, like, fucking awkward, and you don't know what that means. So I try not to. I try to, like, keep this, like, like a fucking, uh, like a a drug sale. Mm -hmm. Hey, this was here. We did this here. We don't have time no more. Like, let's go our separate ways. But we were literally sitting in a circle. We had no choice. It was no way to avoid those conversations. And we definitely wanted to make our friends, coworkers, feel like they were a part of, you know, our group. I wasn't. I didn't have none of that bullshit uh, charcuterie that they had. I was charcuterie. Charcuterie with the... I was, charcuterie I was, without the coonery. Right. I was sitting there drinking my wine, trying to, like, not, like, say the wrong shit. I feel like going into social situations sober 
set me up for failure because I'm just sitting there looking. I'm trying to make sure the attention isn't on me. I'm just like ready for I just need to touch something or eat something just to like. But the thing about that is you like making new friends. I don't get it. But I come off clingy and weird once I meet people. (laughs) Yes. You know, the, the funny, the, the funny thing is, the to hear her like admit that, oh shit! <laughs> like you like meet new people, so I don't know why that's weird for you. So. I do, but it's hard crossing that bridge because once I'm over the bridge, it's like, yo, bitch, you my best friend, and everybody doesn't go for that. So. <laughs> See, now, now I think about it, like I don't know, like like when I don't think it's like anxiety, but like you know, I, I go to this. Uh, this um networking event, you know, normally it happens on Thursdays. And there's a lot of people there, right? A lot of unfamiliar faces. But I feel like I kinda have like a like paralysis of like who to talk to first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I kind of feel like I need to scope out the room first. First of all, they're aggressive in that setting. So right. don't and, go and, there thinking but, you're not speaking but, to nobody. No, but and but but the thing is like it's just you know what I'm there for to network with is very particular, right? So it's just like I'm kind of, I'm kind of judging people by the way I look at, you know, by how they're dressed and stuff like that. If they could potentially, you know, benefit from, you know, what I have to offer, mm. you know, and it's not to say that I, I don't think someone else might not. It's just like, they're like looking for like a yeah, like a yeah, niche. like yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find common ground with people mm. to not just walk up to you and just be like, hey, my name is blah blah blah, like that just like I just I think I just like. Things that are just very organic. And if the situation won't be organic, then I will kind of shy away from it. Facts. Because I, I, I know how I am. So is this motherfucker I don't know just randomly come up talking to me, starts talking to me. I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to be rude like, nigga, what? Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to play the game. But I'm going to be like, bro, why the fuck was he just talking to me? I didn't know. I don't fucking want to do a podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like, no. Like, why is he talking to me? And so then on the other side, I never want to be the person who, because I know what it's like to do it to somebody. I don't want to be the person doing it. So, you know, it's like, even like, even with shit you know about, it's weird, like, sitting somewhere. Like, I'll be at work, and the guys start talking football, right? And I'll hear somebody say the, the most stupidest shit ever. But it's like, it's not really my conversation to chime in and tell them, no, nigga, no. Fucking Tom Brady has six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not my place to just, like, jump into somebody else's conversation. But I feel like that's the key to going out and meeting new people. Yeah. You just got to, like, Go fight, out there and talk. Get in, your, get in their conversation somehow. Get in your bag. Yeah. I think it's just a thought process that goes behind that, behind that for people who suffer from social anxiety because they're constantly thinking, oh, my gosh, I look weird. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, there goes somebody I know, but I, I can't wave right now because I don't want to look stupid. And then you come off looking like a bitch because you've seen somebody that you know yeah. and you didn't wave, but you ain't feel like speaking. And and rule number one, <laughs> I just want to let everybody be clear because I'm sure people who know me listen to me. I cannot see. So, no, I am not looking at you. Acting like I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I cannot see. So <laughs> so if you know, if you see me and you know who I am, 
Just say, hey, Beezy, what up? Hello, Beezy's like, in public settings, if you see me, tap me. Right. So I can, I exactly. can. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll be like, because I have the time, because I this online notoriety that I have, it be people I've never met in real life, but they know who I am. And a lot of times they'll be like, oh, there goes Meezy. And then I'll like, whoever I'm with, I'll be like, I have no idea who the fuck that was. That is an awkward thing. Like, just meeting people. Because I'm pretty good with faces. So if I see somebody, I'm like, oh, I know her from X, Y, and Z. She's like, at blah, blah, blah on Instagram. But that's a weird conversation starter. Like, hey, girl. Run, did somebody run down on you and say, hey, you, what's my call it from Texas? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's not weird for me. I actually like that. Like, what's up? <laughs> Hey, how you doing? But, um, yeah, that happens to me. Listen, man, nowadays people want to be noticed. If you know them from social media, say, yo, I think I I follow you. Like, I think, you know, clearly you think they're decent, a decent person, like they're funny or whatever. That's just the common ground. I just think now we're, especially us being millennials, like we we grew up in a time where manual like manual interaction you know was the thing at one point and then now you meet people online mm. and now that is the new norm but you know but, but we grew weird. but we grew we grew up where you know where we were like you know you got to be in the house before you know before the, the, the lights come on type of shit like so we kind of have you know because people older than us they don't like meeting people online at all mm-hmm. but then people who are younger than us are like I'm not meeting you in person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like we are in that, that place where we we know both things. And I think we just got to kind of embrace it. I think a part of being one of those people, those influencers on social media, is that you have to be approachable. Like, you need to expect that when you go out, people are going to recognize you. And some of the times just seeing it on Twitter or Facebook will turn you away from approaching somebody that you know online because everybody's not friendly. Right. And I think that's a piece that goes behind being out in public and walking up to people and talking to them. Or not even Because all my biggest fear is I walk up to somebody and say, hey, and they be like, who the fuck is this? Right. And I'm just like sitting there looking stupid. I I used to work with this girl. Uh, Oh, secret. Measy fact. (laughs) I once worked at Forever 21. Oh shit! For about two weeks. That's where you got all them t-shirts from. You was in there stealing, huh? They fired you for that shit. I wish. <laughs> uh, but uh, I work with this girl that I had known previously from uh, social media. Mm-hmm. I don't even think she. We've spoken on social media. I don't even think she ever knew that it was me. You know what I'm saying? So it was like always this weird thing. Like I like you can't like be like, oh, how was your weekend? I saw you was such and such. You're like, how the fuck do you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just throw that out there. And so I, it's weird. It's even like like I, I've met. This is gonna sound weird, but I guess it's normal. I've like met girls on like Tinder and like hung out with them, and. Like, it wasn't awkward. Like, it feels weird, but I don't think it's, like, super awkward. But it was just, like, it was just, like, one of those things where it's, like, I don't really know you, but we're going to meet in this public setting. Why not? I mean, shit. They have, like I told you, they have Bumble BFF, so people do it. Bumble BFF? Oh, like, be, find a best friend from mm-hmm. an app? Yeah. Cap. Find well, a best I mean, girlfriend. But, but it's only yeah, it's only for women though, right? Is that for them to feel protected? I'm not sure if they opened it up or not, but yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure the lesbians are going crazy on there. Probably. That's why I ain't downloaded. 
<laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know which one that's more funny. <laughs> but it's just like meeting people and Disgusting. like talking to people Disgusting. and being in. I don't. I you know it's crazy. I'm I'm okay with being in a big crowd. Really? Yeah. That can drive me crazy depending on the crowd. Like I can. We did. We've did Jiho. You know, I go to concerts. I do standing room only crowds. Mm-hmm. Like I do fine. I also drink. Don't, don't let me forget that. But even like the thing I'm trying to do less of is be on my phone while I'm out. Oh, yeah, that's me. My phone always helps with that. Right. I don't know what it is. Just like having it out in a big crowd. I'm trying to do less of that. I think I, I unlocked the key. <laughs> so the key. For I'm trying to do opposite. But I want I want to hear what you have to say. bro. The key for me is that I. um because I noticed between last night's private event, indoor, in the dark, I didn't drink. And then the two homecomings that I went to at State and um, Central, I didn't feel anxiety at homecoming or, you know, State or Central. But last night I felt anxiety. And the difference was homecoming was outside. It was a whole bunch of people but I was able to wear sunglasses where people couldn't look me in my mm. eye. And, you know, because when you make eye contact with people, that opens up a line for communication. And normally me, I'm not on my phone when I go out because I feel like that's rude. So I'm constantly just looking around. <laughs> it looks stupid. But I also wasn't drinking last night. So I feel like that took away my two crutches for those public events. Mm. If I'm sober and I ain't got no glasses on, it's going to be a shit time because mm. I'm going to be anxious. And you can't be the weirdo right. with glasses on right. in a dark place. Nope. <laughs> so I was sober because it was Sunday and try, I didn't have my me. glasses. Yeah, like hold, you, hold my beer. Yeah, like you can't be the weirdo that's got sunglasses on and it's dark. It's like, nigga, who are you? I, I just can't believe alcohol got me to this point. Like, alcohol has really gotten me through being out in public settings. Because I couldn't even do, like, a standing room concert. That would drive me crazy, too. Oh, uh, it, it's weird. It get awkward, but it just, I, I don't know what it is. If it, it, I, don't, I guess because it's a, what was it, what's the word? Uh, Trigger? No, the fucking alcohol is a depressant. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like. You calm down, so it's easier. But it's also made me say some of the wildest shit to the most random people I've ever met. So I, you know, I don't know how Yo, far nah, I can go no more. Yeah, uh, let's see how high, how how, eh, how high this hill goes. What'd you say? We were at a hookah lounge one time, and mm. it was this attractive young lady. But she was with. I heard her talking to the bouncer, the like the security guard, and she was like, "Oh no, this is just my mom. I'm out here with your mom." And I yelled, is that your mama? Well, I'm going to call your mama Annette because she catch all this dick. You said that to somebody's mama. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know, one thing is I thought you were going to like, you know, rev up going up the hill, but you just started sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> Ran up the hill. It embarrassed me, too. It was a... Uh, it was f- the table behind me laughed. Yeah, the table I was with laughed, and then later it was like oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, no. damn. Yeah. yeah, it's all good though. Not to know queen, not to know black <laughs> queen, bro. I do keep it a buck. I don't even know what she looked like. I just remember the 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 mama was looked younger, so it was like, hey, let's go for it. There it is. Yeah. So, um, 
on that tip, baby. Do you you were gonna say something before I started talking about the homecomings and last night's event? Oh yeah. So my thing is, Meezy said he's trying to get he's trying to get off his phone yeah. more, but I'm trying to get on it more because I mean, completely unrelated. But I just feel like I usually am in the moment whenever I'm out and stuff like that. And it unfortunately nowadays it kind of feels like that if you do not post something or you do not like take pictures and stuff like that, you, you weren't there. It didn't happen. Right. So, but I usually, you know, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm just trying to find a way to do the happy medium, man. Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to embrace the, the digital age that I feel like we're starting to fight now. But I think, I don't know, like mine usually, I usually do it so I could remember stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I you go through your archive on Instagram and there's like a bunch of moments like all the the you know we had that one lit summer that time you go yeah. back you get to reminisce about oh, remember we did such and such and yeah. this was such a great time but then I'm like like bro I I, I might not have been like living in the moment mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I remember one time I went to like a two chains concert and like Snapchat the entire time and somebody was like oh appreciate that. And watch most of the damn concert through your phone. And it's like, I did that and it was cool, but it's just like, bro, did I really like enjoy the concert? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel you. I think a pro tip behind that and enjoying the moment is to dedicate at least 10 minutes to when you go out at the peak time of the event and take pictures with your phone on your camera regular pictures and then save them for later to revisit and then post that way because the amount of time that it goes into making an Instagram post is at least 30 minutes like legit 30 minutes from capturing the picture to deleting it taking a new one to adding the filter to adding the text to tagging everybody like that's a 30 minute event that you could have spent living in the moment so my advice is just take the picture but it ain't that. Take the video. It's not that, bro. It's fucking this Instagram and this fucking algorithm. Mm-hmm. If I do it right. at a peak time, motherfuckers are going to see it. If I wait till I leave the spot, this shit goes up and never see is seen again. The hack to that is to just make sure you have your core people that you engage with. They going to like it. Somebody going to see that shit. We might have to talk about this next week. <laughs> we can yeah, talk we, about yeah, it. We need, we need I'm we upset. Need. Instagram is taking, yeah, taking likes away, and I'm actually excited about it. Actually, yeah, that's a that's a good that's a, a definitely a, a good conversation to have. Yeah, I'm having that next weekend. Fuck, so uh, guys, listen to that. <laughs> we'll table it. All right. So in the meantime, let's take a break, and we'll be back with some tips to help people get through with uh, social anxiety. For our final thoughts. All right, guys. So I want to walk through some of these tips. And kind of see where you guys are at with these tips and how do you think they can help with social anxiety. So the first one is control your breathing. Mm. Um, The second one is muscle relaxation. The third one is to prepare for the event, which I feel like could be bullshit because like if I'm preparing for it, I'm going to overthink it. I want to think of all the wrong things that could happen and then be sitting in there waiting for it to happen. Mm. Um, the fourth thing is start small, which is something that I like. 
because it's basically telling you to go to different like smaller places instead of going straight out to the club with your friends. Maybe you should go to lunch or a brunch and then try the hookah lounge and then try going to the club. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is take the focus off of yourself. So instead of thinking about how you feel, how you look or what people are saying to you or what people are thinking about you, try to think about something else. And then um, the last thing, which is something that I really liked, was to talk back to those negative thoughts. So when you're in these social settings, you may be having thoughts that people are looking at you, people are talking about you, um, something's going to happen that's really bad. And that tip is just basically saying, no, it's not like you're tripping, relax, nobody's even worried about you. (laughs) And those are literally some of the thoughts that I have in my head when I'm sitting there not looking at my phone sober in social settings. No, dumb, I thought you was going to hit us (laughs) with that bullshit. Oh, just picture everybody in their underwear. Oh, fuck no. That don't work. (laughs) That's fine. Like, nah, because then, you know, you never know. I might get a little... Little, little wood in here And I don't think that <laughs> That helps the situation It probably makes it A lot worse I realized um, During the final thoughts That I forgot to ask About public speaking Because I feel like That's a big one In social settings Do you guys have problems With that? Um. So for me um, It depends Like I got definitely had The, the shakes before where you're like talking, you're like, <laughs> I've had that, like, you know, like, 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 I've had that. Uh, I started finding different mechanisms to kind of because what I, I think what I'm worried about is me stuttering, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that I'm like speaking right away and I speak with my hands. So, and when you have a microphone, sometimes like you can't move your hands like that. So, I started finding like different mechanisms to kind of like help me like kind of like get my cadence through. Um, for any people out there who are like that, what I do is I try to, I use my free hand and I basically, when I speak, I like tap my fingertips together, right? Like when I kind of go through when I'm, when I'm speaking, cause it's kind of just kind of helps me keep calm and stuff like that. Or I will like kind of like rock, not rock my leg, but like rock my foot, like at the cadence that I need to talk to. This thing so, got a whole plan. I like it. So I can like make sure that I can like feel confident and I can like keep going through it. I but like a lot it. of times, like you'll see, like I, like I don't, you know, I'm righty, so I have the mic up, but I'll have like my left hand behind my back or to the side, and I'm just like tapping my fingertips together. Shit, Reg, you got tips? When I do public speaking, I just kind of talk myself up. I'm like, you a bad bitch. You know what the fuck you talking about? Go up there and show these motherfuckers. Nobody talk like you, bitch. That's good. That's Nobody good. know how to do That's this good. presentation like you, hoe. And then I just um, get up in it, up there. And for class specifically, I've had several people come up to me and say, yo, you killed that. Like, you were just so confident. But I just, my attitude is just like, fuck it. So yeah, I, def- I definitely Samuel L. Jackson that shit. Like, you a bad motherfucker, bro. Like, <laughs> I definitely just get up there and just talk myself up, like, leading up to it. And just trying to try to zone out when I get up there and normally kill it. Mind is a, uh, it depends on how nervous I am about the situation. So like uh, when we did our live podcast that one time, I drank at the beginning of it and a little bit during the middle of it. And I got relaxed and it was cool. It was fine because I was super nervous because it wasn't like our event. And so I wanted to like be good. For the entire thing, mm-hmm. right? nah, and I get but it. but uh, when we did R and B one four three, and uh, you know I had to host that a little bit by myself. I uh, 
I didn't drink that day. Well, I drank beforehand, but not that much. But like during the show, I didn't drink at all. And uh, it was something about like, because everything was going wrong. Because we had set up that whole like, we're going to do a karaoke, but then nobody signed up for karaoke. Mm -hmm. And then the people that signed up for karaoke didn't want to do it. Right. And then we were just like thrown into it. So uh, it was a funny, there's a video online. If y'all go look for it, you find it. I had to like do one of the karaoke songs, but I had all, I just found out like three seconds before that. He was like, look, when you get back on stage, uh, you're going to do it. And I'm like, what? And then the song started playing and I had to do it. And yep, so sure did. from that point on, I was just like, you know sure what? Did. I'm here. Fucking, I don't care. Balls to the wall. We'll figure this shit out. Yeah. Most songs, I feel like if you do things just with blind confidence, like people will like will fuck with you. Yeah, because the confidence is gonna override a lot of it. When you right. up there and you shaking and shit, people gonna be like, "Oh, this podcast." Yeah, louder, louder, like, wrong. Yeah, like you could be loud and wrong. You could be. Oh, that's my favorite thing. I'm loud and wrong. Reading the slide. Wrong as shit, but I'm confident, so they ain't gonna question it. <laughs> that is that is valid because I have had to do weird shit like that. Like, uh, my homie had a show one time, and then he was like, yo, Measy, go introduce me. I was like, nigga, I was uh, assistant today. What the fuck? <laughs> and I just went out there, and like I like picked a spot to look at, but it was like in the back. So nobody knew what the fuck I was looking at. And it was just like, say what you got to say. Listen. It kind of helped, because after that, I started doing fucking podcasts. Podcasting has helped me too. Yeah. I will say that talking, to, talking, to, but to see the thing about it is you get to talk and you don't know who's fucking listening. <laughs> Instead of like having to see them listen, maybe we should go like, uh, like even do a live. I man, that's why hood niggas will go live so much. Everybody be going live, but live, <laughs> live will tear you up. Tell you one thing. Yeah, you get you. That shit, that shit humbling. <laughs> you get too famous, they be in there chewing your ass up. I hey man, get live. your fucking teeth in. Yo, I seen lives just tear it up. Like, people in the comments. But that is a guilty pleasure of mine. I like watching people on live. <laughs> I used to like going live when I was drunk, but only two people came in. So. Yeah, that's the other Humbling, part. too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this is a time where we... Pull out our baby makers. This makes me anxious every fucking week, too. The baby maker. What? You have to find the right fucking song? I have to... Oh, my God. I mean, I'm, 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 just, I'm just saying, yeah, you you are on a hell of a streak, bro. Trust me. It's it's a lot of preparation that goes into this. I have to tap my finger sometime, too. <laughs> now, now that's going to be a thing. Ah, I might steal it. Uh, you're now tuned in to WMEZ. Uh, this week's baby maker is called White Noise and is by Tian. Tian? I don't really know how to say it. I might be fucking it up. It might be Tian. It might be Tian. It's T-I-A-A-N. So, it's White Noise by Tian here on WMEZ. Textually active. Fighting my alarm and boys that I don't fuck with blowing up my phone. I don't even know how half them got my number. Bet you my ex wrote it on her bathroom stall. Anxiety through the roof, overwhelmed. I really need to meet you, you know where I am. Bubble baths and champagne, they don't work the same way. And I need something to take me down. Ooh, drown me in here right now. Hey, let your two arms around. Be the only sound that I 
White Noise by Tien. I'm so I apologize if I'm fucking it up. It has been added to all of your baby maker playlist. So if you like it, go to uh, Apple Music, Spotify, title, type in Textually Active. The baby makers playlist come up, and you too can maybe get a baby off of it. At least Red says she studies to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard E playing it a few earlier. It was some vibes he was working with it. So you know, you never know. You get a baby, clean up the house, or do something with it. Or Here. get an A. Or get an A. Here on W M E Z, and W stands for Wood. Textually active. Oh, all right, guys. Let's pull our memes out. No, we spent a lot of time scrolling the timeline today, and I'm sure you guys got a meme. So, mm. what you got? Let me find it. Uh, let me see. Uh, I don't got one. Hold on. <laughs> it is saved. Bingo. Uh, this week is uh a quote that I saw, and it's pretty fucking good. It says, "I want you back." End quote. And that's me talking to the money I spent for nothing. <laughs> no, but for real. <laughs> um, this was one that I seen a little, it was a little funny and it's uh, relatable. It goes, I accidentally dropped my debit card today and a guy picked it up and pretended to run with it. And I'm like, boy, if you don't get back here with my dollar and 27 cents. <laughs> Because that's the thing. Shit, when you're in college, you be letting that, that account dip, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, you let that account dip when you ain't fucking college. <laughs> you know how long I let that held on to? I held on a $20 bill for three weeks. These jobs need to pay us more. They need to pay us more. Or give me less time being there. <laughs> One of the Okay. You know what I'm saying? You got a meme? Uh, it's just something that... Are you participating this week? Yeah, yeah. So, not really a meme, but it's just something that, that I learned back back in my day. You know, when it especially kind of goes with this anxiety thing. Um, right? And it's, it was pretty simple. Is that basically, it's okay to be never... Uh, yeah, it's okay to be nervous, but never scared. Well, you said that. You sounded a little nervous. I know, but, you know, <laughs> thank you for thank you for calling out, because I was going to edit it out. Right? <laughs> so, again... It's okay to be nervous, but never scared, right? And what that kind of just looks at is just, you know, when you're nervous about something, that just means that you care about it. That just means that you, you know, simply put, like, you give a fuck, right? But when you are scared about things, that's when you hesitate, and that's when you get hurt. Mm-hmm. So. That's fair. That is fair. I like your swag. I like it all. So thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Textually Active Pod. If you enjoyed, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a comment, and share us on your socials. We really appreciate it. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Textually Active Pod, on Twitter at Textually Act Pod, and we're on Facebook at Textually Active Pod. We're also on YouTube at Textually Active Pod if you want to see our faces. And our socials are in the bio. So you can follow you us. Follow us individually. Uh, talk shit, boo me like they did Drake. You mm-hmm. know, 
I'm I'm acceptable, dude. Yeah. Did you see the flex that he did afterwards, though? Oh yeah, I did. That he said uh, he's he, gonna be there forever. Yeah, he said that he signed a, a ten year residency. <laughs> he's gonna be there forever. And he said, and what the funny thing was, just like I'm gonna be here until you guys are thirty because we know that his uh, the people who were booing him are like super young. Super wow. young. Or you can ignore us, and I'll be happy just like Summer Walker. One or the other. He's still getting paid. Shout out to Summer and her social anxiety. Yeah. Dog, you remember, though, I think my, my new thing at the end of the episodes is like, you get paid for the attempt. Mm. Valid. Valid. <laughs> Definitely get paid for the attempt. Get paid for the attempt. If, I, if I sing like shit and you boo me like Drake, hey, I still do. I'm still famous. And still going viral, actually. So. <laughs> still going viral, so it got to help. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for keeping me relevant. And they're gonna and they're gonna cop a plea for me because they're gonna be like, you know, he's been he's been on a hundred for like the Forever. last twelve years. Some, you can't win them all. Actually, you can, but we'll talk about that another day. Yeah, but that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.